This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Just Crack an Egg. And Just Crack an Egg is that hot, fluffy scramble that's ready in less than two minutes, and you get it in the egg aisle. Just add a fresh egg over the hearty breakfast fixins in the cup. Then stir, microwave, and reignite your love of breakfast any day of the week. Try all seven varieties, including Denver, Veggie, and Southwest style. And take breakfast back. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we're talking about ridged potato chips. Yep. And I don't know, this was probably suggested by a number of listeners, but also suggested by us. It's kind of hard to say because I don't want to say rigid because that's... (laughs) That's true. That's a different word, but ridged. That's a good point. Ridged. Ridged. But it does it does sort of sound like you're mispronouncing rigid. Yeah, it does. Um, so um, this this episode was suggested by wife of the show Lori. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Oh, I think you're right. I think when you put it in in our show suggestions uh, file, I think you said that it was suggested by wife of the show Lori. Well, once again, I have to turn to the list. Watson, Lori. Um, ridge chips and onion dip, Lori. Now, that's probably wife of the show Lori. I didn't wow, specify. These um, just gave off. Did you fart? <laughs> these just gave off a very farty aroma, but not when you stick your huh. nose in there. It was only when I opened the no, bag. No, I, the I, bag. Yeah, like, I'm getting it too. Are you getting it too? It's not me. I did not oh, fart. Yeah. You know me. I would tell you if I did. Mm-hmm. This is true. Oh, God. I like these a mm-hmm. lot. Okay. Oh, yeah. I like them. Let's go down memory lane. I for sure ate these growing up, even though I hated dips as a kid. I think it never occurred to me as a kid why someone like like sometimes you you know, you were at somebody's house or at a barbecue or something and a bag of potato chips would come out and just on its own, uh, just just waddle out. And more (laughs) often, more often than not, it was ridged. Yep. But I think I never thought about why. But I definitely think ruffles were probably the most common potato chip of my youth. Can I, can I ask a question that maybe we shouldn't get into? Okay. Like, because whenever you keep saying ridged, I keep think I keep hearing, like, ribbed for her pleasure, which is, like, like the stalest punchline in the world. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I've ever actually stopped to wonder, like, 
do how often do people actually use this product? I don't know. So you know, Matthew, hold on. Can yeah. we just go on a whole other tangent? Yeah, let's here? do it. So I don't have to use birth control anymore because yeah. I have a same-sex partner. And can I tell you something that I have found really interesting? I am sure. I am on um I'm on a medication for acne, yeah. uh, like a long-term acne medication um, that will cause birth defects if I get pregnant. Okay. And so whenever I have a checkup at my dermatologist or, frankly, even at my primary care doctor, they always mm. ask me, you know, because it's like a checklist question, what am I using for uh, for birth control sure. since I'm on this medication? And I have to pretty much out myself every time. And interesting. It's, it's very interesting. I would have never thought of this yeah. when I was a straight person like when I went to the dermatologist most recently and I was like I have a you know he was like I what feel do like you? there are some snappy ways to, you could answer this question if you wanted to be a little well, saucy about it it was super awkward about it yeah. the dermatologist this was only my second time seeing this dermatologist yeah. and he goes so what do you or he, he said is there any chance you may become pregnant and I said no and he said how is that <laughs> like with that attitude that attitude and I said I have a same sex partner and he goes oh I am so glad to hear that. You have no idea what peace of mind that gives me. Great. And I was like, this is the most bizarre interaction I've ever had about sexual orientation. Yeah, that's interesting. But anyway, I have to out myself like at pretty much every doctor's appointment. Mm -hmm. and it's very strange. Now, And I, I venture to guess you don't have to do that even if you were on this medication. No, because there's a double standard. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, but you also I mean, can't have a baby. Also, right. I'm not going to I'm not going to get pregnant, but I could I could. Yeah. I mean, I guess like <laughs> I guess there's no issue if I'm taking the medication. Like if I get so pregnant, it's probably mm -hmm. not an issue. Probably not. I mean, although, although certainly, there are some yes, med medications that screw with sperm. Yes. But anyway, this is something I would have never expected. Yeah, that is interesting. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so I don't I don't use birth control. Right okay. Now. Also, we we got to pace ourselves on these chips because I bought a lot of different chips. Wait, hold chips. on. What about you? Do you, have you used condoms lately? Oh, uh, no, uh, not in a very long time, um, and have never used the ribbed ones. So that's that's Wait where we started. I should specify. Yeah. I am not using condoms because I not only have a same-sex partner, I'm in a monogamous relationship and we've both been tested. Yeah. So therefore, we are not using any kind of protection. Okay. I am aware of the risks of this. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I thought you were going back to asking me about chips. But uh, no, I was specifically wondering, like, like I don't even know if, if this product still exists. I assume it does. Mm, there... I recently was killing time. At I'm, the, now, I'm sort of afraid that listeners are going to weigh in, but fine, go oh, for it. Please, yeah. please. Um, I was recently at the drugstore waiting yeah. for a prescription and, um, you know, was sort of just like killing time going up and down the aisles. And of I don't specifically remember what was on the condom aisle, mm -hmm. but there's a lot out there. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty yeah, sure, sure that there's like, still all kinds of like ribbed and now there's like the vibration sensation they're like what is that well there are like different types of patterns on oh, the latex okay so so it's not it's not even that so this this product has like taken on new forms even i think okay. i mean like i said i'm we no are so expert. naive although i did use condoms for a long sure. time after june was born but D just kind of the ordinary kind? Just the ordinary yeah, kind. Sure. Yeah. 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 You, right. have, you haven't used them in a while? Not in a very long time. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> cool. Um, all right. So uh, ridged chips is what it says on my agenda here. Not Great. rigid chips. And not, not ribbed anything ribbed chips. for anyone's comfort. Yes. No, no. In fact, like eating too many ridged chips, I, I feel can cause oral discomfort. So do you 
when you think of the potato chips that you ate as a kid, mm-hmm. do you think of like plain ones, sort of like Lay's, or do you think of ridged ones? Ruffles is what comes to mind. Yeah, like these were these were like a special a special occasion chip, mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of. Because yeah, because I associate them with like a backyard barbecue, mm-hmm. and. I, I don't know why in particular. I mean, I guess we're going to get into like what, what the advantages and disadvantages of a ridge chip are. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I definitely remember them being like like a treat. Okay. Um, um, well, so I never... As oh, an, I have to get the onion dip. As an adult, when I buy potato chips, I usually buy them based on like how they're cooked like i mean kettle chips are now or like kettle cooked chips are, are a thing oh yeah big that time. have happened or been mass marketed in our lifetime but yep. i'm aware that i, I one buy, of the biggest social changes of our lifetime <laughs> i tend to buy chips based on like how they're cooked or like the style of them as opposed to the texture or, or like mm-hmm. the 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 geomet the ge- topography of them are there kettle cooked using... ridge chips there are yes yeah, there yeah. are yeah i don't think i got kettle, no i think i did get there's some. kettle crinkle cut well, I guess we'll find out. Uh, no, there's kettle kettle crinkle. Cut. Yeah, you can take it from me. But, God, but, Matthew, this is stiff. Well, I I made it according to the the recipe. Oh God, that's good. Um, I what we're what we're dipping here is uh, Lipton onion dip. One one cup of sour cream, one packet of uh, Lipton so, onion soup mix. It would have never occurred to me because I I'm not a big dip person. Yeah, it would you're, have never you would say occurred you're not to a big me. Dipper. Mm-hmm. It would have never occurred. I'm, I'm a little dipper. Mm-hmm. It would have never occurred to me that the reason for ridged chips. I'm a Virgo. <laughs> me too, man. <laughs> it would have never occurred to me that the reason people buy ridged chips is specifically for dipping. Like I the, did know that because you, you did. Well, I feel really obtuse about this. I mean, but you know, I I have a structural engineering background. <laughs> Not true. On your chemistry background that I thought you had, mm-hmm. that was for like the first few years of the show. <clears throat> well, I mean, that's when I was the chemistry catfishing you. <laughs> so but- yeah, people people tend to buy ridged chips uh, specifically for dips because they can hold more dip. Right. So it's like the same. <laughs> it's the same reason you put an arch under a bridge, but I think it's I think that's different. <laughs> I think that's that's different too. No, no, you know what it is. But it's two it's, things. It's the same reason you fold your pizza slice. That is the same thing. So that stuff doesn't slide off, so that it's more structurally sound. Right, because when you fold your pizza slice, it, it prevents it from drooping. Yes. The the actual physics involved here are are kind of complicated. Well, no, but I'm saying that there are two there are two uh, two selling points to a okay, ridged okay. chip. One is that these ridges, in theory, grab more. Dip. Oh yeah, which is probably like, like true? pasta that's been extruded through our yeah, bronze yeah, yeah. dye. Okay, it's got mm-hmm. like almost like teeth to hold the dip, or even just like ridged pasta versus non-ridged pasta. Yes, that's a good point. And then the other thing is that they are sturdier, so there are yeah. fewer. I saw it mentioned on some. I think it's on like the the copy for um, for ruffles. Okay, the ad copy, the ruffle copy. It says that they're sturdier, sturdier, so there are fewer accidents. <laughs> And I always think of accidents as like, oh, my dog had an accident. Oh, on sure, the sure, sure. So um, I'm like, oh my god, these chips are going to help with that. But wait, when they say accidents, are they referring to like chips breaking in the bag or chips breaking when you dip them? Well, so some of the early marketing did have to do with that there would be fewer chips breaking in the bag 
but I think what they meant in this yeah. ad copy is that uh, the the chips would not break off in the dip, and the chips wouldn't break with the dip on the way to your mouth. Because um, I think I feel like manufacturers have done a good job of conquering the problem of like chip dust in the bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, th- this is like a couple of things I've noticed in like food manufacturing over time, like that that's Ooh, gotten this better. Is a hot take. Yep. Yep. Wow. And, Ooh, this is exciting. And that like when microwavable entrees were first popular in the '80s, like frozen entrees, you would always, and I th- I think this is a change in like the food processing and packaging not any change in microwaves but i'm not sure um that there would be like places along the edge that it would get dried out and like parts like it would heat very unevenly and like those things work a lot better now that's cool yeah that's real cool hey what should we take next uh did you, you get, did you get any wavy lays uh yeah I think so. where are the wavy lays i didn't get any wavy lays <laughs> okay okay let's move on to the trader joe's Ridge cut. I should have gotten wavy. This ridge cut. This sounds like it's um, I don't know. This it's, sounds like wasn't it's that a, like a Mel like Gibson a movie? Ridge cut with Mel Gibson. R- ridge cut sounds like a like a tobacco brand, like that you would roll your own cigarettes with. Ooh, these taste like mm, actually now they taste like kettle chips. Mm-hmm. But on first bite, it tastes like rancid oil. Yeah. Are you getting the ugh? which which was also what we said about kettle chips. I think that rancid oil is a significant part of the flavor profile of some chips. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not loving this. I'm not loving this either. This kind of just tastes like I'm rubbing my mouth in a lot of yeah. dirt. Okay. How about another plain one? How about the Kroger brand? Yep. Now, are these going to be the same as the Trader Joe's? We'll see. I don't think so. I think they're going to be more like a wavy lay. Oh, wavy lay. <laughs> you ever had a wavy lay? Mmm. Hmm. Hmm. Wow, these taste like extra junk foodie somehow. They really do. Like they have a a more shattery texture than Ruffles. Yep, they're they're like yeah thinner, thinner and and. Ooh, the aftertaste is like um, russet potato in a mm-hmm. way that I don't really like. Potato skin. I kind of do like that. Yeah, you I do like I'm, it. I like these. Okay, this is the Kroger brand. Yeah, and and as you recall, I think Kroger bread water was our favorite water. And that would go great with these trip these trips. Oh, I'm gonna take some Kroger bread trips. water on my next trip. Okay, can I tell you a little bit about? God, hold on, I'm gonna finish chewing. <laughs> what just happened? Well, for once in my life, I decided to not chew and speak at the same time. Oh, okay. I knew I knew it seemed like something momentous had occurred. Will you open the wavy Pringles? Because I think those are the last plain ones we have to try. Yep. So, um, Ruffles, obviously, are, as, as discussed, the classic ridged chip. And I want to tell you a little bit about Ruffles. They were created by Bernhardt... I want you to tell me a little bit about Ruffles. Uh, they were created by Bernhardt Stommer, who trademarked them in 1948. And uh, Frito bought the rights in 1958, and then, of course, merged with Lay in 1961, and became Frito-Lay, and they've yeah, been made by Frito-Lay this. ever since. The slogan from the beginning has been Ruffles have ridges. Now, can I ask a dumb question? Yeah. Do you think it's kind of weird that they're called Ruffles, but that but that Ruffles refers to sort of like a graceful, smooth, wavy thing rather than like the very angular ridges that Ruffles chips have? No, I mean I know that the name Ruffles or that that Mr. Stommer was thinking of like a ruffle on a piece of fabric, like mm-hmm. a gathered part of fabric. I don't think that is the most apt 
description for what these are, but I think it's fine. I don't know. I don't like these Pringles. But once again, Pringles are like a whole other breed like whole other of thing. chip. Well, and when we did a Pringle episode, remember we, we ended up liking the Lay's stacks way better than Pringles. Mm-hmm. Okay. We really like bust a lot of guts on the show. We really do. This episode is brought to you by The Farmer's Dog. Hey, Molly, would you like to serve your dog real fresh, unprocessed food? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, what do you mean? Well, The Farmer's Dog is making it easy and convenient to feed dogs fresh food. That's like, you know, food food. Okay, so wait, like not like kibble? Right. So so it's not like kibble. So uh, when you get food from Farmer's Dog, it actually looks and smells like real food that you may be familiar with from being a human. Oh, okay. Okay. Because that's what it is. It's okay. real food. Oh, okay. Okay. And so, like, how do I get it? So you sign up at thefarmersdog.com slash spilled milk. You'll get 50% off your two-week trial, and they will make the meals fresh and deliver them directly to your door in pre-portioned, easy-to-serve packs. Like, if you're familiar with a mail-order meal service, it's like that, but for your dog and the ingredients are just as fresh and good. So start feeding your dog better today. You start doing it. <laughs> Get 50% off your two-week trial of fresh, healthy food, plus free shipping at thefarmersdog.com slash spilled milk. That's thefarmersdog.com slash spilled milk for 50% off your two-week trial. Thefarmersdog.com slash spilled milk. This episode is brought to you by Just Crack an Egg. And my breakfast has gone cold and I need to reignite my love, my passion, my relationship with breakfast. Wow. Well, I'm here to help. You're Matthew. my therapist, right? I'm, I'm, okay. I'm your breakfast therapist. Oh, I've been needing a breakfast therapist. How you charge like 300 bucks an hour, I do, right? Okay. I do. I'm sorry, but you know what? The Worth solution it. is simple. This is okay. going to be a, a a one and done fix. Okay. Here's what you do. You go to your egg aisle okay. and you look for just crack an egg. Here's the deal. It's a okay. cup that's got these delicious, fresh breakfast fixins in it. You crack an egg, you stir it, you microwave it, and in less than two minutes, you've got this like hot, fluffy breakfast scramble. Yeah, and it has no artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. These are like the same ingredients you would be using if you went to the trouble of making a breakfast scramble from scratch at home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they've got seven different varieties, including Southwest style, Denver, veggie, all-American, and protein pack. I thought you said this was one step. Now it sounds like I can do this all week with a different one every day. Oh, well, I meant there's just like, you know, there's one solution, and that is just crack an egg. Okay, so I'm not going to wait for the weekend. I am heading to the egg aisle right now. See you later, Molly, and picking up just crack. <laughs> An egg. Take breakfast back with just crack an egg. So, so, um, okay, so, so, you know, there really wasn't very much to say about these. <laughs> Anyway, but the Ruffles logo used to be this kind of cute, like almost like bubble lettery logo, and then they changed it to this one, which kind of looks like a like a varsity jacket. That's where that's where we got into. We're, we're like lamenting the loss of the old Ruffles logo. <laughs> <laughs> in my day Matthew did you ever have or want a letter jacket so I did want a letter jacket I did not have one but I did earn a varsity letter you did but but I never got the jacket because I think I think actually what happened was by the time the I got jacket. the varsity mm-hmm. letter I no longer thought the letter jacket was cool because I'd turned gone into more like punk countercultural direction mm-hmm. it was in swimming wow that's cool mm-hmm. <laughs> I just <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like I, I I'm all choked up when I think about it too. Yeah, no, I I like, never lettered in anything. Mm-hmm. Um, um I j- JV'd. 
<laughs> UJV. In, in cross country. You're, you remember the, the, I was the fifth, day. fifth out of sixth on the cross country team. Oh, I was very slow. Like it was, <clears> it was <throat> a thing where like, you know, the, the letter di- didn't represent like great ability. <clears throat> it was more like, uh, stick to itiveness. Oh, good like, for you. Like, you know, I, I did all the events I was supposed to and I showed up for practice. What a good boy. Uh huh. Uh, anyway, I wonder, like, the Ruffles logo really says to me now varsity letter. Yeah, I agree. It totally <laughs> looks like, like a varsity letter with, like, mm-hmm. the, the white border. It looks like very cheerful. Like, it's it has pom poms. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to have pom poms. Well, yeah, what do you think these chips lettered in? <clears throat> I think these chips lettered in um, weightlifting, obviously, because they can lift right, up. Right, without, without cracking, uh-huh. without uh, crumbling to mm-hmm. the floor. Mm hmm. Um, all right, let's try some flavored chips. So this one, I, I feel like there's, I want to try this first because I feel like there's no way it can live up to the billing, but I couldn't resist it because it is private selection, small batch crafted, smoky Fresno pepper and manchego, naturally and artificially flavored ripple cut kettle chips with flavors of an aged manchego cheese, smoky Fresno peppers, and a hint of cracked white pepper. Wow. There's no way this can be good. <clears throat> this, this episode is less exciting than I hoped for, but I'm enjoying well, eating it. I'm very excited. That's a funk. Hmm. Hmm. Not bad. Oh, God, no, I can't eat this. This smells very weird. No, it's, it's the manchego. It's very funky. Yeah. I don't care for that. You like it? I think I'd have to yeah. pinch my nose like, shut. It's so intense, <laughs> I'm not going to eat more than a few of them, which sort of defeats the purpose of a chip, but I like the flavor. Um, it's so interesting, Matthew. I would have never chosen that flavor, but that like leapt right out at you. Yeah, it just sounded so fancy. You know, I so this is um Ruffles jalapeno ranch flavor. Okay, and wife of the show Lori said something about these so shocking that I don't know if we're gonna make it long term. Really? Hang on. She said that she thinks she likes these better than Cool Ranch Doritos. And Molly is, has been stunned into silence. She's she's just uh, chewing, like staring off into space, wide-eyed, catatonic, but still no, chewing. I don't. So here's the thing. I, <laughs> I am a frequent buyer of jalapeno-flavored chips. Mm-hmm. I really like Tim's brand jalapeno-flavored chips. I'm getting no jalapeno from this. You're going to get it at the very end. Okay. Okay, after you swallow, you'll get the jalapeno. Okay. You mean you're going to give me one as a present? <laughs> as a present? Yeah. Or oh, reward? <clears throat> anyway, but doesn't have very good jalapeno flavor, nor does it have very good ranch flavor. Yep, I agree. I think it's failing on both fronts. And, it, and yet it, on the bag, it claims <laughs> to have the perfect alley-oop of flavor. It has a blast of creamy ranch. <laughs> I just want to get blasted with ranch. <laughs> I'm picturing it coming out of a fire hose. Now, second chip was better than the first. Mm, my second chip, I couldn't really taste anything. The first one, I got a nice amount of like heat from at the end, but it wasn't that kind of fruity flavor that jalapeno has. Yeah, you know. So yeah, so these like I'm, I'm not, not going to choose these, but but I would I would definitely eat a bowl of them. Um, that probably goes for any chip. Yeah, I don't think I really care for these. Now the, I think my hands are now too greasy to open this this chip bag. Now this, this last is a serious bag problem. you're opening. This is the Ruffles Cheddar and Sour Cream. This which, is an American classic. Which is a beloved chip within my uh, my current family arrangement. These are fantastic. June adores these. Ash adores these. I always want to gag a little bit on the first one because it tastes so sour, creamy mm-hmm. in like this way that I hate sour cream. Who even? 
came up with the idea of combining oh cheddar and sour cream. The first bite is so sour creamy, it really makes me feel sick. What would happen if you dipped this in sour cream? But then, the second chip, the sour cream is tempered. Mm-hmm. And you start being like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm not going to puke anymore. I'm going to keep eating these. So... I mean, I guess what we've determined here is like <clears throat> the basic ruffles and the ruffle flavor we already liked are are the best. Yeah, here's my favorite use for ridged chips. Oh, okay. So, my do you f- make those uh, those chocolate chip cookies with pulverized chips in them? No, I've never done that. Mm-hmm. Is that like a milk bar thing? Maybe I think it predated that. Anyway, my friend Natalie, shout out to Natalie Reha. She makes a dip that is sour cream based. It's a sour cream ranch dip okay. like on the back of the package. But you grate in some cucumber, like some English oh. cucumber. You grate it in there. And so it it just gives it a slightly like like different texture. It's not quite such a stiff texture. Can we share the recipe? Oh, yeah, I wrote about it on my blog. Oh, great. Anyway, you can search like cucumber or ranch or orange cucumber ranch. Oh, we'll link to it. We'll link to it in the show notes, spilledmilkpodcast.com. Anyway, it's delicious. She makes it all the time. In fact, last summer, one day we had a plan to meet up at the... So in the summer, we everybody in Seattle spends a fair amount of time at the the local lakes. Local lakes. Hanging out at the beach. Mm -hmm. And anyway, I went... Union, Washington, um... Uh, Washington, Chelan, uh, Holler, Holler yeah. Lake, Holla, Haller. I never Haller, know how to pronounce think. it. Haller Lake. Mm-hmm. I went there once. There was a guy floating on a queen size air mattress nice. in a pair of tidy whiteies with a six pack of beer. Wow! And I was like, wow, that is that is living right there. Yeah, I mean, that's mentally that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but. Last summer, I met up with Natalie one afternoon at the beach at Seward Park with our children. And Natalie had like, I felt on the way there that I had for sure won at momhood that afternoon because I had remembered to bring money for the ice cream truck that always pulls up in the parking lot there. Oh my God. Usually I'm that mom who has no change and my kid is like, can I please have an ice cream sandwich? And I'm like, "I I literally have no cash. Anyway, I brought cash for the ice cream truck. Okay. Natalie did even better. She showed up with a bag of Ruffles, mm-hmm. a pint of Daisy Sour Cream, yep. a pack of ranch, and an English cucumber, and a grater. Oh, wow. And she proceeded to, like, she mixed the ranch powder into the sour cream. We ate just enough of it that there was, like, room for cucumber. Yeah, God, And then she started cucumber into it. the lake. It was amazing. And... And she had stopped on the way there and had bought like a $12 alligator shaped floaty at Bartel's oh drugstore. She was amazing. I mean, uh, but how is she going to live up to this? Like, oh, I feel she like does this it sets all the time. a dangerous precedent. This is just who Natalie is. It's, it's really, it's inspiring. Have you ever had a signature item that people know that you're going to bring to the potluck? I, I have not. I don't think I ever have. Like, I, thinking about that now, I kind of wish I did, because then maybe people would invite me to more things. You know, I would love, I went through a period of time where I think I made a fair amount of deviled eggs. Yeah. Because I love yeah, deviled eggs. I, I think that might be Lori's, wife of the show, Lori's but signature But they're really item. tedious. Yeah. Like, they're always more tedious than I want them to be. And so I think after making them for maybe like two or three events in a, you know, within a year or so, I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah, I mean, I it could like 
it could be a blessing or a curse because, like, um, the uh, last week we went to see Peter Bjorn and John play uh, a show at um, the Crocodile Cafe in Seattle, and uh, they they were fantastic. They're a great live band, um, and they played for almost two hours. And of course, like during the encore, they played their their one big hit, "Young Folks," mm-hmm. um, the one with the whistling. And uh, and I was wondering, like, you know, is it possible that they can it's, they can still enjoy playing this song after all these years? And they seem to, because like they're professionals. Then during either during that song or or another song during the encore, Peter, the lead singer of Peter Bjorn and John. Uh, like ran out into the audience and was like, you know, uh, playing his guitar. And no, he was he was uh, he was just singing. I think he had his microphone. Like ran out into the audience. Was like singing out in the audience and high fiving people. And then he was like uh, looked up to the balcony where we were and like you know you could see the gleam in his eye. And he's like, hey, you know, people around me like give me a boost. And they boosted him up. And he like grabbed the railing and hoisted himself up into the balcony and was like singing in the balcony. And we're like, this is so cool. And he's like leaning over and like, you know, addressing the crowd below. And there is this security guy um, like at just below the balcony looking up and you can see that this guy is having like one of the worst moments of his career because he is thinking, I should not have let that guy go up there. What if he tries to jump down? Like, you know, all I have to do at this job is make sure nobody in the band fucking dies during the show. And this could be the night where that all goes to hell. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything was fine. He went down the stairs. But, like, I am never going to forget the look on this poor guy's face. If you're you're facing the stage, right, the balcony is, is up to the right. Yes, the, uh, the most recent time I saw Ted Leo was yeah. at the was at the Crocodile, and I was up on the balcony, mm-hmm. and I couldn't believe how close I felt to the stage. Yeah, it was really cool. It's great, super cool. All right, so that's my story. Also, he had a super hot saxophonist. Nice. Yeah. Um, I love Ted Leo. Me too. Yeah. Um, all right. So the moral is, um, go go see Peter Bjorn and John before before one of them uh, dies in a preventable like stage diving accident. Yep. <laughs> Um, and uh, oh, um, why don't you take some sour cream and some uh, ranch powder and some cucumber and a box grater to the beach with you? Absolutely, this every time. Summer. Yep. You you will you will come to be known as the as the beach grater person, and that's okay. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. it's cool. You never know what you're going to need it for. It's cool. I see people at the beach with all kinds of utensils that I didn't expect. Yeah, mandolin. Uh, <laughs> you know, I have um like a you know a pump for blowing up beach balls and floaties and stuff. Sure, that's like one of those ones you step on. It looks like a little like but you could also use it for accordion. making peeking duck at the beach. Oh, do you put it like under the skin or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Anyway, I I love having that thing. Then I'm the super cool person who both has money for the ice cream truck <laughs> and is like standing there ferociously like stomping onto this like accordion shaped oh, yeah. thing, blowing up a, a donut. You cannot live larger than that. It's amazing. All right. You can find us online at Spilled Milk Podcast. We are podcasting. SpilledMilkPodcast.com and at Facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast. You can can ask us why we didn't try Wavy Lays. That was my fault. And what uh, about uh, Kettle Crinkle Cut? Those two. Those two. I got so many chips, but still didn't get the right chips. Oh, Matthew. Oh, man. But Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. But I, I mean, I, I made a good onion dip. I, I got you the real. It. I got the Daisy sour cream. Oh, good. I mean, I there's no other. Sour I didn't cream. grade anything. No. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Spilled Milk Podcast. Our producer is Abby Circatella. Please rate and review wherever you get the show. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. 
If ruffles have ridges, spilled ruffles are to ridges as spilled milk is to fridges. Because <laughs> we each have one. I'm Molly Westberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. I'm stretching between episodes. Wow, Matthew, look at you. You're on a health kick. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I always I always stretch before eating eight bags of chips. <laughs> Here we go. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 